We are back with the next movie draft. Of course, I have my two co-hosts to do some random arbitrary drafting of whatever category we have randomly chosen for this month. Of course, we have Tristan and Andrew here to talk this through and see who comes out on top once again. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic, man. Excited to be drafting uh, some more movies with you. Another arbitrary list of films to draft. And I am excited to lose Andrea once again. (laughs) We were actually just discussing that. Like, I won the first three, and then Quentin won the second three. But I I don't know. I'm hoping... I I don't know how this will go. In this one, I'm probably the least confident I've ever been in doing a draft before. I feel like you say that every time you do this, though. No, no. This one, 100%. I was sitting there telling Quentin, I was like, I'm really struggling with this. I had to have him explain the categories to me. So, yeah. Is that now? I thought she was still up at least by one. Uh, she is, yeah. Just to correct her, uh, Andrew currently has three wins. I have two wins. Oh. Tristan has zero. But we're going to reveal the results of the sixth win. So maybe I have three wins. You know, we don't know yet. But okay. yeah, at the time of right this second, I have two wins. So. I feel like Quentin's winning this next one. Uh, what, are you talking about the? Are you talking about the two thousands comedies? Or are you talking about this podcast right here? Oh, I'm going to win them. Comedies. Who's got a chance on this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the box office one uh, was very fun in concept, but man, looking at because just to clarify to everybody, uh, we're just jumping, you know, two feet right into the pool here. We're not even baby stepping into this pool. Uh, just to clarify with everyone. The draft we're going to be doing right now, as you might have seen from the title, we are going to be drafting the box office bombs. So the most unsuccessful films financially that we've seen in theaters, purely based off box office stats, uh, just to kind of make the restrictions nice and clear cut for everyone, mostly because Andrea doesn't follow the box office at all. I don't think she knew what a box office was. I had explained it to her that it's not an office space inside a cardboard box. Oh my gosh. And she didn't Jeez. she didn't realize that. So we made a clear-cut choice. There's a list online of the top 150 something most unsuccessful box office films financially. And we're just going off that list. So there might be some big obvious choices that we're missing, including maybe recent movies that are popular to shit on right now. Wait, like are we not allowed to straight off that list? I guess you could. I I, I did. I just I just went with the list. You don't have to go with the list. I'm just going with the list just to make it nice and easy because I know that's all Andrew's going off of. Yeah, I am a hundred percent just going off both of those two lists. Yeah. That is what we're going to be drafting for this draft. Before we go into this draft, though, we can revisit the last draft we did, which was the 2000s comedies, and to go over all of the categories here, we have. Dramedies, which went to Tristan. I did not write down what each of the options were. I picked uh, Ratatouille, I know that. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> Tristan picked Ratatouille, of course. Uh, Tristan with Ratatouille. For rom-com, I have a tie here. I, I forget how we handle ties. We, they both just get the point, right? That's. I think so. Oh, we did it? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. fine. So comedies was a tie between Tristan and Andrea. So there we go. We got a tie there. Will Ferrell went to Andrea. Wait, what category is that? You just called it comedies. That was a whole... Uh, rom-com. Rom-com, okay. Sorry, yeah, rom-com. Then we have Will Ferrell category going to Andrea. We have the best category going to me. We have animated going to Tristan. We have R-rated going to me. 
We have Coming of Age going to me. And the final category, Blockbuster, we have Tristan. So by four to three to two, Tristan gets his first win here. Of course, it's yes. the comedy category. Let's Ooh, go. Yay. Hell yeah, finally, on the board. <clears throat> on the board. Yeah. Here to get a second win in a row. Let's see if Tristan can start the hot streak here. I did think it was interesting here. Uh, the coming of age category, the percentages, I won with 35%. Tristan had 33%, and Andrea had 32%. Wow. So Superbad just barely squeaked out a win. So all three of us were like one or two votes away from winning. Like it was a very close What category was it? Uh, coming of Age, which was a pretty wow. even group. Mean Girls, Super Bad, and School of Rock. So that makes sense. But yeah, that really divided the votes there. I just I'm thought that was interesting. So shook Mean Girls lost that. Wow. I'm surprised Super Superbad didn't sweep it, honestly. Yeah, I thought Super Bad was definitely going to win. I, it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. And I figured I picked that one last, and just, you know, School of Rock is probably the best. I'm surprised Mean Girls came last. I'm surprised School of Rock beat Mean Girls. Yeah. So that is the round for the comedies. Here we are with the biggest box office bombs, of course, in honor of this year, which seems to be famously the year of box office bombs, whether it be The Flash or Dial of Destiny or Transformers or God knows what else came out this year. Um, what other movies bombed Tristan? Uh, we did think it was Elementals, but Elemental apparently... Elemental bombed pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently they're having a comeback. You know, this is a you know, good few weeks for them, I guess. Yeah, it's looking out fairly well. Like, yeah. Ruby Gillian, the Teenage Kraken. Honestly, I think the reason why that movie's doing bad is the title. Like, what a... It is a terrible... What a horrible title. Awful name yeah. for it. Um, yeah, I don't even know why they called it that, but, you know, no. uh, that's, that's their choice. And then... You know, uh, Elementals is still losing money, but I wouldn't really call that a bomb anymore. Andrea, the the, the queen of box office bombs. Uh, what, what else bombed? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, Andrea's not uh, super up-to-date on following the box office, but that's okay. Uh, you know what? You don't know anything about this, Andrea, and you're still going to win this, probably. Oh no! I did really bad in the last one. You said I only won two categories, so we'll see. I only won three. Did I do really bad? Did better than me. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> well, you know, we'll see if Andrew bombs this one as well. Uh, and also, you know, in honor of the bomb, we have uh, Oppenheimer coming in. Do you think that's gonna? Do you think that's gonna bomb Trist? I certainly hope not. And I don't think so. The buzz around this movie, unless for some reason this ends up being a terrible movie, which I, I don't think it will be. Um, I don't think this is good. I think this one's going to be a, a pretty pretty big hit, I think. I'm hoping anyways. The three-hour runtime and the R rating maybe might hurt it a little, but it looks so good. The buzz around it seems so high. Honestly, I think the fact it's coming out the same day as Barbie's actually helping both of these films. People just seem really excited about going to the movies this upcoming weekend. And, uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to bomb, uh, but I don't think it's going to like do gangbusters. I, yeah, I think the fact it's rated R and it's three hours. Yeah, that's yeah. where it could be a mega success, but I'd be so shocked if this thing bombs. Like, no films typically do pretty damn well. This one looks real hype. People seem excited for it. Uh, and I think most people are going to see this when we watch it in IMAX, which always helps with a uh, box office. True. They, uh, more expensive tickets, so that's, that's nice as well. Especially for the three-hour runtime, help compensate the, the fewer showtimes they'll have over the day. So, Andrea, I have the budget for Oppenheimer. I know how well-adjusted you are with looking at the budgets. What do you think the budget is for Oppenheimer? If you had a... Why would you say that? I have no freaking idea. You're wanting me to guess really poorly. You know, no, I have zero idea. Um, 
Well, I mean, I'm going to guess way off, I know. Um, let's see. Like, 50K? 50,000? 50, you think the budget the of... The budget for the whole movie is 50,000? You think the budget for... Fine, uh, we'll go with 400K. 400,000? Just, just for comparison here, Andrea, like, Tenant, his last movie, I saw that right down here, has a $200 million budget. So you can use that as a yeah. reference. It has 200 million. Wait, maybe I'm not using K, right? I thought that was million. Is that not? No, K's no, no. thousand. Case thousand. So oh, so million. I'll say... <laughs> okay, what did you say his last budget was? 200 million for his last film, Tenet. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say he increased it. So what I was trying to say, sorry, was like... Four hundred mil. No, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, see this is why Angie doesn't uh, join pop topic discussions. Yeah, I'm she's just below three hundred. <laughs> oh my god! You did it! I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I have no idea. The, the most expensive film ever uh, is like three hundred fifty million, right? Endgame. Oh. Yeah. So uh, four. Well, I think yeah, I think Endgame and Infinity were like seven hundred mil combined, but I think they kind of work on those together. That's fair. Uh, Oppenheimer, hundred million dollar budget. That's it. Wait, it's half a tenant? That's it. Oh it's my half god. A I don't wow. I just I'm looked it up. Shocked. Oppenheimer is making Oppenheimer's going gangbusters. It's going I, yeah, okay. I assumed it had a way bigger budget. Yeah, I did too. I should have went with my first guess, which is gonna be fifty million. Oh yeah. well. Yeah, fifty million, that's I would have been close. I would have been close. Yeah, hundred million. Uh yeah, I definitely did not think that was gonna be the budget. That's pretty good. Same budget yeah. as Barbie. They literally have the same budget. So you know we'll wow. see. Well Barbie's gonna make even more. Oh yeah, yeah, Barbie's doing Gangbusters. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, th- these two Barbie's movies are gonna, gonna do well. Yeah, so much money. Hundred million each. That's great. Uh, compared to the other films that have come out this summer. That's uh, the reason why all these movies are bombing is their budgets are way over two hundred million. Like for all of them. Elemental is at over two hundred million dollars. Yeah. Why? Yeah, and when we're doing this draft, it, that that's definitely the clear line, right? Uh, there's a couple that like have small budgets that just did absolutely terrible, but most of the time, it's just movies that got way too much money put into it for nothing like you can kind of see the disaster before it crashes kind of thing where okay if these movies are 250 million dollars and like you don't even know what the ip is okay you can kind of guess it's not going to do that great so yeah you can kind of see the writing on the wall uh which is why uh to let the viewers in oh here are categories speaking of seeing the writing on the wall there is the least surprised category there is the biggest surprise there's the most deserved, least deserved historical bomb, which is any bomb that happened before 2000. Modern bomb, which is any box office bomb that happened from 2020 or newer, so just in the last three years. And then there's the bad luck category, which is a film that's just had a tough go at it at the box office. Probably didn't deserve to do too poorly. So that are so that's going to be the seven categories here. We're not going to call it the name we originally gave it. Oh, the, the name Tristan gave it? Bad funny. Luck Brian? <laughs> bad Luck Brian, yeah. <laughs> I like how I saw that. I asked just what the fuck is Bad Luck Brian? And then five days later, when Andrew looked at it this morning, she looked at me and just went, what the fuck is Bad Luck Brian? And I was like, just scroll down in the chat. <laughs> can literally see the answer. Zero but... <laughs> idea. <laughs> He's like, the fuck? All right. So the order that we are going to have for the bracket is going to be Tristan going first. I always go first. I swear. I, now I go first is insane. Andrea going second, and I'm going last. I always go second. 
Uh, I don't really pay attention to the audio. I'll just go. I'll just believe what you guys are saying. I guess I always get this position. Go in first, and this one's tough. I have no idea which category you pick first. I have no idea which category you guys are like. I don't think there's any guarantees for any of these categories. Are we allowed to do this, Tristan? I will switch with you. I, I really want to go first. No, don't do it. I'll take that deal. You will? No. Yeah. No, you're gonna pick Let's the go. movie I want. I absolutely will not. I absolutely will you not. Absolutely will. I believe a hundred percent. I'm hoping it's not on a piece of paper here. So just to confirm, you said I'm gonna go first, Trist? Mm. Oh yeah, go ahead. All right. I'm so scared. That's awesome. All right, so I gotta go first. Just to update the viewers. I'm now going first. Andrew's going second. Tristan's going third. Uh, and I think it's because I'm only going off of the list that we provide of like 150 movies. There's only one option for me in the category of least deserved of the one film that clearly didn't deserve to not make any money because it's the only movie of the entire list that Tristan didn't even look at so he probably has an advantage over us now because I wasn't looking at other movies outside the list there's only one movie I liked from the list of 150 films and if I didn't get it I was just going to pick a movie I don't like and there's only one movie that I would put in my least deserved category the one film that deserved to make millions of dollars because it's such an incredible film let alone probably one of the best sequels of all time and that's blade runner 2049 so i'm putting that in least deserve you did pick one of mine <laughs> i researched though and it's a 4.1 on letterbox and i was like oh wow this is a really good pick why is yeah, this i've never seen this one either i didn't see it on the list here but I also only had one written down for this category. So I'm glad that I only have one written down for this category one pick. I was getting a little nervous. He was going to pick my one for that category. Uh, but he didn't. I haven't seen this movie, uh, so I was never going to pick it anyways. Uh, I didn't know it was a bomb, though. That is surprising. Yeah. You, you know what I was going to put it under? I was going to put it under Biggest Surprise. I thought that would have been a good fit for it. That's where I would have stuck it. I would have yeah. put it there, but it's literally the only yeah, movie I, I liked. Put it there. Like, I don't think the first one made a whole lot of money. And then really? The sequel they made like 40 years later. So it really is not that big of a surprise, I don't think, compared to some of the other ones. But I haven't seen it, so I can't really say. I would, I would still say being under big surprise is a fitting category because the first film might not have done gangbusters in theaters, but it was, you know, the original Blade Runner is a cult classic. It's like, not even just a cult classic. It's like regarded as one of the best films made of that decade back when it was originally released. Like, it's a pretty highly regarded film. I actually don't really like the first movie. Like, the original Blade Runner, I'm not even sure. I like the second one a lot more. I love the second one way more. The second one's incredible. Um, and the first one's great for but its time. Which cut did you see the first one? The first one's one of the movies that has like six different cuts out there, and different people claim different ones are the best Yeah. Ones. Yeah, it is kind of a headache. Uh, but I think the reason why this would be considered a big surprise is obviously the studio releasing Blade Runner 2049 must have really thought, okay, like we're adding on to this classic. And obviously they got Denis Villeneuve to make this film. Like they had the big guys. Ryan Gosling's the lead. Mm-hmm. Like they got yeah. an all-star cast here. And if you watch There's the film, coming back. yeah, if you watch the film, it's one of the most gorgeous films of the last 10 years. Like it's incredible looking. This is a movie you needed to see in the big screen, and nobody did. Obviously, I didn't either, because I wasn't super into films back then. But yeah, it's pretty shocking at how poorly it did, considering it is a really, really, really good film, especially visually. So yeah, for me, uh, Big Surprise would have been a good choice, but it's the only movie I like of all the movies on this list that I was going um, off of. So I, I diff- had to put it there. I diff- I don't agree with you. It'll be fine, though, because I'll end up picking that one. You'll yeah. be like, oh, I do like that movie. Now on to my first pick, which 
uh, Clinton didn't actually do what I thought he was going to do. He did snag one of mine still. Um, but I'm going to go with least surprising. And um, I'm going to go with cats. Least surprising. Or wait, is that what it was? Least surprising or least deserved? They both work for that. Least, well, I was doing least surprising because like, I'm not surprised that it bombed, basically. I don't know. It, isn't it like the longest show in Broadway history? And they brought it to film and they uh, didn't, wasn't the, the longest lasting show in cinema history, that's for sure. In fairness to Andrew, I have cats in only one category, and that's at least surprising. Uh, that's where I put it as well. I didn't write cats down because my heart, that movie was a big success. <laughs> <laughs> Not on Letterboxd. Well, that's why, that's why I couldn't put it in, like, most deserved or something. Because it, it, yeah. it didn't deserve the reputation it got. Because it was actually hilarious. I, I will always have fun memories of seeing that in theaters, literally. And maybe this is why it was least surprising. I'm not surprised at all it did terrible. Because it was literally me... Our buddy Well Dog, and then an old couple, like two rows behind us. That was it. <laughs> that was the theater, baby. If we saw it opening, if they released night, a butthole version, I bet you would have done a lot better. I bet you would have done the same. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think a couple of people would have gone to see the cat Yeah. Um, maybe Idris Elba would have like went a couple of times if they didn't CGI his dick out. But unfortunately, That's true. unfortunately, yeah. yeah, he was really bummed about that. I would blame him. I would be too. Yeah. Honestly, could have brought more uh, more of the female crowd if, uh, if they kept that in there. It's a real money loser. They, they should have kept it there. All right, Tristan, you have two picks now. And honestly, uh, the only two good movies are off the board, Cats and Blade Runner. So I don't know what you're going to be doing. Uh, I, got, I got a couple things up my sleeve here, Quentin. <laughs> oh, we're ready. Honestly, Tristan could just like pick movies that are even on the list. And, uh, this he first say- one's not on the list, but it's the slam dunk for the cat. Oh, okay. In most of the movie that would 100% in every measurable way should have bombed. I haven't watched this movie. I have no idea how it did. But I know it deserves the bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Fantastic Beasts 3. You can't have a 200 to 300 million dollar budget for a third movie in a franchise that has never been financially successful. The first <laughs> one made some money only because of the Harry Potter hype train. The second one bombed horrendously. The third one now, with way worse marketing, to recast a uh, Johnny Depp, but not Ezra Miller, even though they both get caught up in big legal scandals, and reshoot a whole bunch of shit just to take Johnny Depp out, cost you hundreds of millions of dollars total. Of course you're going to fall. This movie never had a chance in hell at making money, and of course it didn't. It is the single most deserved bomb I have seen in my lifetime. I've, I've only seen the first one uh, from the Fantastic series. It wasn't good. I'm assuming this one also wasn't. Yeah, we, uh, we haven't seen this one yet. I guess that does go to show how little That's people thing, would right? care. I know so many people who are big Harry Potter fans. Me and Quentin grew up loving and watching every Harry Potter movie. But I have absolutely no interest in these films. Just none whatsoever. I could not care less. Fantastic Piece was a good pick because Andrea is a newcomer to the Harry Potter franchise and it might be her favorite franchise ever. Like, she loved it. And well, I, I wouldn't call me a newcomer, I but I am seen a some of it. Yeah, she saw like a few movies, but yeah. she just watched the whole franchise for the, for the first time uh, last, last year, because I bought a few last for Christmas. Year. Yeah, so last year, she became a big fan of the franchise, and obviously, as Justin said, I grew up with the franchise. I, I still think it's my favorite franchise of all time. Like, is, is that like a weird take? I'm not a big franchise guy, so that might be why, but like, it's the only franchise that I genuinely think is really, really good. And, like, the worst movie is a three and a half for me. Like, I, I, th- I think it's a really good fucking franchise. And neither of us gave a fuck about the third Fantastic Beasts movie. We saw no. the first two. 
in anticipation for it. I've only seen the first. Yeah, we watched the first two in anticipation of the third one because I was like, this is it. Angel's going to watch her first Harry Potter movie in theaters because she never saw them in theaters. <laughs> and I was like, we can watch Fantastic Beasts 3 in theaters. So we saw the first two. And so when it finally came out, I was like, hey, Andrea, you know, we, we can go watch this in theaters. And she was like, I'll pass. <laughs> she's like, she's like, she's like, I saw the first, she's like, I saw the first two Fantastic Beast movies. I'm out. Like, I don't care. The like, second one was like really bad. Like really, really, really bad. The hot bad take, I think the second one's just as good as the first one. As in, it's terrible. But I, like, like, I did not like the first one. Either. I don't like the first one. Like the second one's bad, but. Harry Potter from yeah. Hogwarts, it loses all of its magic. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the second I one's agree. bad, but, like, people say, like, people are making it sound like it's way worse than the first one. It's just as bad. Like, they're both terrible, but, like, it's not way worse quality, like people are saying. Uh, you know, the second one's bad, but, you know, at least you can see Hogwarts in the second one. That's exciting. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, in, in like, one scene. But still, that's nice. I like it. Uh, anyways, Tristan, what's your second pick? Okay, so I have a lot of movies here I want to pick up for. I just don't know which one's going to be snaked on me next. Between now and the uh, next round. So I'm going to go with. This might be a mistake, but I'm, I'm going to make it anyways. Uh, I'm going to go with Biggest Surprise. And this one's surprising to me, only because I didn't know this one was a bomb until I saw it on the list. I think most people probably don't know this movie, though. And the reason why I didn't know this one was a bomb because there's not one real successful remade franchise after this. They rebooted this one like several times after this. And sometimes they're successful, sometimes they weren't. But this one was a real big bomb, bringing in less than half of its budget. And that is the 1967 Doctor Doolittle. That is a good pick, because, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it probably would be the one I would consider the biggest surprise, because I didn't realize it was that... I would have no idea. They made several it. sequels to the original, then they made a, a whole new trilogy with Eddie Murphy that was real successful, yeah. and then they rebooted it again with, with a uh, Robert Downey Jr. And I want to think they keep remaking a, a failed franchise or a box office disappointment, but apparently they have. Now, here's the thing, Tristan. Do you think people are going to look at this on the list and go, is he talking about the Robert Downey Jr. Doolittle? That movie was well, obviously... On it? That one also <laughs> failed, so it doesn't matter. They are both failing no, 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 Of course, the assault listeners to this podcast would know that that movie was called Doolittle. Doolittle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a different name. Because I thought about doing um, the 2021 one. Yeah. Yeah, that Doolittle deserved to bomb the, the 2021. Oh, shit. <laughs> I got pre-screen tickets, and I still fell asleep during yep. it in the theater. That was... I never watched it. The, I haven't seen it. Honestly? 2020, right? Not 2021. I thought it came up before uh, the pandemic. Yeah, a good call uh, to avoid that movie with a 10-foot pole. It was... Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I was planning on seeing it, but everything was terrible. And, yeah. It's just... Like, I fell asleep to it in the theater. It was so boring. It was just really, really bad. But, you know, it's fine. So, Andrea, you're up next here. What do you have next on the list? Oh, give me one second, I will pick one. God, I feel like this this one, I like really don't know what to pick like for my next option. Just have you seen the original Doctor Doolittle? Uh, no, I, I, I the only Doctor Doolittle thing I've ever seen was like the Eddie Murphy one way back in the day. I think I watched Day Camp once. Uh, I think that's it for me. Oh, no, and then I believe we, like, rented, like, the second one, I think. I haven't really seen a whole lot of the Doctor Doolittle This list, I've noticed, is mostly blockbusters, and honestly, except for Blade Runner 2049, I would say, like, most of this list is pretty deserved. Like, most of these movies are really, yeah, really good. Are very good. That is a common yeah. denominator here. I yeah. have one more that I think is an incredible film that I'm keeping for my least deserved. 
Uh, but uh, there's a couple. There's a couple movies I think that that could have fit in that category. Most of them are are very much deserved. Your least deserved movie isn't on like the the list I gave, right? I think it is. Let me check. That. I'm pretty sure it is. What oh, movie? I just uh, Tristan says there's uh, one of his favorite movies is on this list, and I just don't believe it. Not one of my favorite movies, but I very very much enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, I really don't know where to go. So I'm going to go um, with most deserved. And honestly, I'll probably get some hate for this. And I really don't care. But I remember watching this movie and literally being bored out of my fucking mind. Oh my um, and I'm going to go with Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> oh, that, that could probably win off. That's, no, that's uh, actually pretty good. It's pretty bad. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I don't like superhero movies, but that one just like was so bad. That's all. I think Fantastic Beasts is a bigger bomb and a more deserved bomb, but I think a lot more people have seen Wonder Woman 84, and a lot more people hate Wonder Woman 84. So I can see a lot of people voting for that. Also, I would give a lot of credit to Wonder Woman 1984 for being the reason why Andrew doesn't do the end of the year podcast anymore. Because I, <laughs> I think that was the exact moment where Andrew looked at me and was like, I can't believe I have to watch these. Like <laughs> Some of the she, stuff. I had never seen her look so checked out in her life. Yeah. She was. Facts. She looked so miserable. Like I had to get her like a, a glass of wine after we watched that movie. Like she just. Yeah, that movie. That movie. It was really disappointing because there are parts of that film that I really enjoyed. And there was like a, they, they could have had a good movie in there if they, if they made it better, but they chose not to. I agree. There's a good movie in there somewhere, but like oh, there's, there's yeah. a lot of decisions in that movie that I just think is a lot of bad. Decisions. Pretty atrocious. They tried to do way too much and shoot one way too much crap, and that didn't need to be there. And made it way more generic, even though it had a cool premise. It had a really unique premise, and thought, let's make this generic. And they did that instead. And I didn't like that. And then the final action was so dark against Cheetah, you couldn't see anything. It was like the episode 9 of like Game of Thrones or whatever. Like you, or season 9 of Game of Thrones, where you couldn't see a thing in there. It was so dark. I hate it when they do that. So I actually had a pick that I was going to do for most deserved. That was going to be my next choice, but you guys both have one in there, and honestly, they're both pretty good picks, so I feel like I might just be fighting an uphill battle for no reason, especially when there's so many other ones that haven't even been picked yet you know, on the board. So I'm going to go for a different category here, and I am going to go for two modern picks. One will be in the Modern Bomb. I'm going to put another one in the Bad Luck Brian category. The Bad Luck category, I feel like everyone that's sitting here is going to pick a movie that's from the COVID era because that's the movies that had bad luck, right? Like, these are things that were out of their control for all you know, intents and purposes. The movies that I have on the Bad Luck list, they could have all done gangbusters if a little thing called COVID didn't exist. So I'm going to go with the one that hurt the most from COVID, even though I think it actually is liked the least of the three that I had on my list, but it's the one that I just genuinely think had the worst luck. And that's Onward. So I'm going to pick Onward for that, mostly because... damn it. it. That was my one for least deserved. It, Wait, what did you pick that for? Uh, for bad luck. Because it, it had the worst luck. It literally I'm... dropped. Honestly, I don't even think this is the strongest pick because I think... Nobody aside from the three of us like the movie. Like I think the th- I love that. I know we're the three that's biggest. Yeah. Not what Letterbox uh, says. We're, we're the we're the three <laughs> biggest onward fans. Oh out my there. god, this was my pick. Jesus, I genuinely think what's this the rating on Letterbox. This movie's incredible. Uh, give me one second. I am on Letterbox now. <laughs> I think there's other movies that got hurt with COVID that people think more fondly I, of. I mean, but... it's it's 
higher than I would expect. It's a 3.4, which is, I think, it's is pretty really, good. I really, good. really like this movie. It's one of my favorite Pixar movies in a long time. Yeah, it's my favorite Pixar film from, like, the last... Oh, no, sorry. I, I like Luke a little bit more. But it's, it's, it's one, one of my, my favorite Pixar films since Toy Story 3. Yeah, uh, I can agree with that. Yeah, since Toy Story 3, it, it'd be one of my favorites. Uh, I, I love this movie. Um, I just don't think other people do, but that's their loss, because I think it's a phenomenal film that I really do think would have made a lot of money if, obviously, COVID didn't happen. Because I don't think the budget was that big. I think the marketing was bad for it, too. It most that's definitely true. should have had better marketing. Yeah, it it's hard to market the movie. But it's hard to market a movie without, like, spoiling it or, or giving away the best parts, right? Well, because, yeah, obviously, the best part of the movie is, like, kind of the realization of exactly what this movie was about the entire time at the end. And you can't even hint at that in the, in the no, trailer. No, you really can't. Like, it and really needs to come as a shot. The marketing made it, really made it look like Pixar's doing Shrek. Yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't Pixar doing Shrek. That wasn't what the movie was. That's what the marketing very much looked like. Yeah, and it, was, it also looked like it was mostly about the feet of the dad. And, like, that was so, like, that was, like, the third main storyline. It was, like, their dad. And, like, I know that's, like, what the film is, like, revolved around. But, like, it's so not even the focus. It's kind of crazy. The point you stole that one from me. Um, I was wanting that for, for least deserved because I do believe that one is one of the least deserved bombs. Oh wait, sorry, I, it just occurred to me. That's the least deserved. That was with Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, that was my pick. Oh oh, <laughs> it just occurred to me what he was saying. Oh wow, I thought he was saying like biggest surprise, but oh wow, least deserved. That's fair. I do really like Onward, but Blade Runner twenty forty nine is like the only like really good movie. Like that, I can't believe it lost so much money. Like it lost. 80 million or 100 million dollars uh brutal so anyways my second pick here i'm gonna do in the modern section i haven't even seen this movie tristan has and that's the flash i knew you're gonna yeah i knew you're picking that i was gonna put it in most deserved because i i think it's the most deserved like i literally couldn't be more happy that a movie did so terrible because i'm so annoyed at every choice they made whether it be just spoiled everything in the trailers whether it be to keep Ezra Miller on when it seemingly felt like they were the weakest part of the movie from what I've been hearing. Like, maybe if they gave an Oscar-winning performance and they had some reason to keep them after all the horrible things they've done, it feels like there's no reason why they did that. And this is also in the whole scandal of them removing Batwoman for absolutely no reason, which apparently was a decent movie, and they kept this movie on. I don't know. Every choice about this movie felt like they finally deserved what was coming to them because it just seems like such a horrible choice one after the other but it's also modern so i'll put it there because uh it's you know weaker competition it, it deserves what it got in my opinion <laughs> i haven't seen it yet maybe maybe it is a great movie you know i'm jumping the gun here but from my understanding uh i, th- I think it's fitting but anyways that is my third pick andrea what are you thinking of next oh my gosh this whole pick is like such a mind swirling game i swear um i'm just gonna go with modern bomb like i think yours is really good for the flash and obviously i wouldn't know that because i wasn't on any of the lists um does yours have a bad cgi cat in it because so far you're two for two for bad cgi cats yeah actually it's going to i think Um, actually i didn't even realize this when i said this earlier um, but I do have Doolittle on my list. I'm going to go with Modern Bomb. Oh, for Doolittle. There you go. Yeah. So I have had all CGI cats in all my... That's wild. Is there a CGI cat in Doolittle? Absolutely. I'm sure I there is. He's a vet. I bet you there is. I bet there is. <laughs> they had a CGI duck. Why would they CGI the duck if they're not going to CGI the cat? 
Yeah, that's true. Well, I just don't know if there's a cat in the movie. That's what I'm saying. Every animal in the movie is CGI. That's no question. Yeah, why were they all CGI? Like, the duck could have been real. They had a duck in Friends. They could use a duck in Doolittle. Honestly, Doolittle could uh, definitely be in one that's deserved because the whole yeah. movie is CGI. And, like, when you watch it, it's so bad. Like, the movie is, like, 200 and something million dollars, and it oh, looks and that's part of the horrible. issue because it's so expensive to CGI that stuff. But yeah. ducks are cheap. A duck is probably a couple hundred bucks for a fucking duck, all right? Like, why are we CGIing this person? I know, it's crazy. Like, it's actually insane if you watch the movie, because I've, like, it's one of the worst-looking films ever, Tristan, and it's one of the most expensive films. It's brutal. Like, a horrible choice all around. I I couldn't believe how bad it looked. It was... It was <laughs> I still remember vividly, like, the first, like, action sequence, and I was just sitting there going, I can't fucking believe this is real. Like, this looks horrible. I, I, yeah, crazy. A good pick. I didn't pick two of the movies I had here on my list, but that, that's okay. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Least Surprising here. Okay. And my answer is going to be uh, Snake Eyes. What exactly is Snake Eyes? Because I saw it when I was scrolling through and I was confused. I've never heard of it. It is a... G.I. Joe origin story, like an origin story based on the G.I. Joe character Snake Eyes that came out like in 2021, I think. It's sort of one of those movies that they, they kind of waited a while for the pandemic and they just decided to drop it. No marketing, really. They sort of put it in theaters and it made no money at all in the middle of the pandemic. And they, uh, no one was really wanting an origin story based on like the fourth most important character in G.I. Joe. Like, who was asking for this in the first place? And then they drop it in the middle of the pandemic, had over like a $200 million budget, like $180 million budget, something stupid. And of course, it wasn't going to make any money. The second G.I. Joe movie didn't make any money. No one wanted another one. Uh, but they gave it to us anyways. And surprisingly, it didn't do very well. Then also, and people are just tired of origin stories. I'm not the one who's sick and tired of, of like prequels slash origin stories, like going back and explaining the origins of this character who was mysterious in the original film. But the only reason they were right to begin with was because they had this mysterious mystique about them. They didn't talk or whatever. And then they decided to go, go in the back and explain it all for some reason. No one asked for this one. I, I certainly didn't. I haven't seen it. I have no interest. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I'm not tired of origin stories, I guess, especially if it's not like a superhero origin story. But That's fair. That's fair. But like, I agree with also what you're saying. Nobody asked for an origin story for Snake Eyes. Like, like nobody... No. Like, maybe it was an origin story of someone that like people really like. Maybe we haven't seen them on screen but like some mysterious character like snake eyes uh yeah yeah nobody really wants more and snake eyes whole shtick he doesn't talk why do we have an origin story but a guy who doesn't talk well and also isn't his whole shtick and to be fair i am so far behind on the lore of cg uh, of g of gi joe i know nothing about this franchise but isn't he also known for always wearing a mask? Like, that's kind of the mystique about him. And in this yeah, movie... Yeah, yeah, his face was yeah. covered, like a black mask. He's yeah, like, and then in this movie, the, uh, they have him with the mask off the entire time because they obviously couldn't have a lead character just not talk and not wear a, and wear a mask. They had to show him in the film. Yeah, it's basically like Black Noir from The Boys getting an origin story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he doesn't talk or reveal his face. Or do anything but fight in the back. That's a good comparison, yeah. yeah. I like Black Noir, but I, I would never want to see an origin story on that guy. No, Black Noir is hilarious. Real funny character. So I get, I get another pick here uh, before Andrew goes again. And I was going to pick my least dessert, but somebody took that one from me. Meaning now I'm going to have to find another least dessert. He's going to take uh, cats. Oh, was he? I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I have one, but like it's never gonna win the votes because most people haven't seen it because it bombed. Even though I really like it and I wish it didn't bomb. But that's the issue with this. Like, do I pick the one I really, I really think shouldn't have bombed, or do I pick mm-hmm. one I think going to get actual votes? And I'm stalling right now as I scroll through the list trying to find a better answer than the one I already have. So I could go historic, but I don't think you guys are picking this one either. I think historic's going to be wild, actually, because I don't know what anyone's going to pick for that. I only had one for historic, and that was Dr. Doolittle, so I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I had two for historic. One of them being Dr. Doolittle, and two, the one I'm about to pick. This one's not on the list, but, like, I was shocked by it, because I thought this was one of the biggest box office bombs in cinema history. This is a, a real old film that, as far as I'm aware, like, nearly bankrupted the company that made it. And that is a uh, Cleopatra. Hmm. And not the Netflix movie starring the Black Lady. I'm talking about the 1963 a, uh, romance film. So, Andrea, your turn next here. Which way are you thinking of going? Okay. I'm going to go for Bad Luck Brian, and I'm going to do The Suicide Squad. Yeah, that was one on my list. Yeah. Honestly, it wasn't my favorite, but I know it's actually pretty beloved. I feel like it is. So the fact that it bombed, I think it was like due to COVID. I think it has a pretty solid like cult following, but yeah. I do find a disappointing lack of people who claim that Suicide Squad is better than The Suicide Squad, and that greatly disappoints. Also, the fact that this is the Suicide Squad that's on this list, and not the other one, just really makes you question. Well, yep. the other one yeah. is an Oscar-winning film. You can't actually think this one's better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be fair, as much as I hate the other Suicide Squad, like I actually hate it. Like I think it's horrible in every way. Uh, it's worthy of that win. I, I think a winning makeup is actually a great win. It honestly, I, is... I haven't seen a Star Trek Beyond, which I, I is was sort of like this big competition. Oh, uh, okay, that's true. That's true. I haven't seen his competition then. Um, but I like it when the Oscars award movies that aren't actually good, but they excel in a category. Like the, I agree. And that's I'm a huge W. And it did have great hair and makeup. Yeah. Like, I'll give them credit for that. They, honestly, they, they should do that more. I thought that was a good win. So I'll give them that. Uh, and also, I thought Suicide Squad in the bad luck category is pretty good. I still think there's one that can be both of these. So Tristan might have a freebie here. See, I don't think I have, I have one that I think is a really great pick for that category. But I know no one's going to pick it. Like, vote because no one's even heard of this film. Even though it has a, a real storied story of how it got to being such a big bomb in the box office. It's a movie that was set to do great. But it, it bombed so hard, most people have never even heard of it. So I don't think it's really going to be a good pick here. And that's my only concern there. Even though people know the story, it's obvious the one had the worst bad luck. It had real terrible. But uh, most people haven't seen it because of that. And so they're probably not going to vote for it. That's fair. So mm-hmm. I get two picks now. Mm-hmm. For least surprising, two of my three have been picked. But... I don't think anyone is going to pick this one, so I might just hold on to it for a bit, and I might have my other two picks go towards some of the other categories that everyone has been piling on. My first choice I'm going to do is Biggest Surprise. I'm really torn between two movies, Mm -hmm. but I think I'm going to go for the one that I thought was the biggest surprise, uh, just based on the history of the studio. And I, I guess more so from that perspective, because I don't think this is a good movie, and I think it's very deserving of its position at this list of horrible financial failures for the studios. But I'm going to pick The Good Dinosaur. This was really the first 
Pixar flop, the first financial failure that the studio had. And, like, they were untouchable. Like, Cars 2 was even worse than this movie. And that movie was still an absolute box office success. Like, Pixar literally could just drop the biggest turd on screen like Cars 2, and they would still make money off of it. And, uh, the, you know, The Good Dinosaur was the first time, and the first of many, because there's quite a few on this list. Yeah, uh, okay, here we are a decade later, and yeah. they put out an incredible film, like Onward, and it's still bomb. Yeah, like, honestly, this is, you know, this was a slippery slope. This was uh, the first of many for the studio to have movies become part of this legacy here. Uh, and... I'm not saying it's not deserved. A good Dinosaur was not a good movie, but I would say it was a surprise. I was pretty shocked that it did as poorly as it did. I, I guess I keep saying how horrible it is, and Angel's right here. I forgot she loves this movie. I love that movie, and I know really? I'm, I that I'm the exception. I know, I know. I just, I just think it's really, really good. I actually had it on one of my other lists. It probably wouldn't have got picked because it was my third choice, though. So. Was it for least deserved? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been only a me choice i don't think anyone else would have agreed with that and i would have lost the category if i picked it yeah well i do think it was a surprise so you know we're kind of on the same page there um i'm also gonna throw one in most deserved because even though you guys both already picked one i think there's a film that is equally as despised as maybe those two films and i think is equally as horrible, even though I haven't seen the third Fantastic Beast. I'm sure it belongs in the same horrible crew of films here. But I'm going to be picking the film that was literally only made so they can keep the race to it, because they literally didn't actually give a fuck about the film. And that's Fantastic Four, the Fan Four stick, or whatever people call it. Uh, That movie is definitely deserving of being on this list. They didn't give a fuck. (laughs) They did not make a movie. Yeah, they, they didn't even try. (laughs) <laughs> they wrote that one in real early. Yeah. Mind you, I think Fantastic Beasts of the, of the three it had the most bad decisions. Which one of the most bad? Oh, your movie had the most bad decisions. Yeah, well, like them deciding to pay all the money to reshoot the scenes with Johnny Depp just to remove Johnny Depp from it, but they didn't do that with Ezra Miller. They just had to keep him in it. Like, what are they really freaking thinking? Well, and they already, if they, they did that for Ezra Miller, then I would say it wasn't a horrible call. But yeah, the fact that they did this and they still kept Ezra in the Flash. That's yeah. the thing. If they just did all that work and kept both of them in it and didn't bother doing any reach, they want to save the money. They already know they're going to lose. So why spend the money to do that? Fine. I get that. I understand that. But they're spending all the money to do the reshoots just with Donnie Jeff, though, and not, not Ezra Miller. I was like, why would you just do both of them? Why, why, why are we only doing it for one and not the other? This feels like you're just picking sides when you, you probably shouldn't have. Yeah, they should. More fans. They should have committed to both. Either way of yeah. defense. They, they kind no, of. They should have just scrapped the film. Yeah, that would have been ideal. Use that as a tax write-off, David Zaslav, instead of Batgirl. Yeah. Oh, Batgirl. Hey, that was her name. I called her Batwoman earlier. Yeah, Batgirl. Yeah. Yeah, different character. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm not educated on the lore of Batman, but you know, maybe if I watch The Flash, I'd be caught up. Probably not. All right, Andrea, your turn next. Gosh, I feel like all these categories I have at the end are like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess we're going to go with least deserved and I've actually not seen either of these movies. I just feel like one of them's like really good and I've been wanting to watch it for a while, (laughs) but I haven't. And the other one recently just came out and I mean... I thought you liked it when you watched it, so 
Um, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the last duel. Oh, the last duel. Yeah. Why not? I mean, has Adam Driver in it. It, it seems like people liked it. So I was kind of surprised that like it did flop as well. <laughs> so I feel like it doesn't like belong on that list. Yeah, it just had a really big budget compared to it had a really big budget and yeah. historical epics like that just aren't the genre they used to be. Right? They used to be a big genre. Now most people don't care about the historical action films like that. Especially not ones with over a hundred million dollar budget in it. Uh, but I haven't seen it, but it looked like a really good movie. It yes. was actually really good. Yeah. Um, you gave it a 3.5 on Letterboxd. I, I stand by it. 3.5. <laughs> I'm like, I looked. <laughs> it is really good. It's one that when you, when you watch it right away, you're like, oh, that was okay. That was fine. Uh, but the more you think about it, like, it's really subtle how the movie works. Like, every, like it's not like, because you know the point of the movie, right? Just, you know, how, like, the, the, the gimmick? No, I really, I, I don't. Do you want me to spoil the gimmick, or are you, like... I'd prefer if you didn't, but you can if you like. <laughs> I prefer if you did Well, do you actually plan on watching it soon, or you, you'll probably forget if I tell you and you see yeah. it in like five years? Is it, like, I know it's, like, from different perspectives, right? Yeah, 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 like, that's the gimmick. Uh, the movie, yeah. it's the same movie told three different times, so it's, like, 45 minutes with one person's point of view, then we replay the exact same movie, but through a different person's point of view. And it's subtle. Like, it's not like drastic changes in these three different perspectives. So it does kind of feel like you're watching the same movie three times in a row. But the more you think about it, like, it's the subtlety. It's just the way someone perceives how someone's look, just the way they look at them. Or just, or maybe the way their mouth moves when they say this line. Like, it's very interesting how they change the perspective of what's actually going on subtly. Because the story's actually very similar all three times. So it is, it is kind of, you know, a little repetitive. Well, I think Last Duel is yeah, really cool. You were on Glass Onion for reshowing scenes. And you know what? When I first watched Last Duel, I had the same yeah, I had the same fucking annoyance. I was, was really annoyed by it. Uh, the Glass Onion. Knives Out. I hate when movies replay the same thing over and over. Uh, but I think Last Duel is really clever with how they do it, uh, unlike Glass Onion. But I'm not shocked. <laughs> this would be in like a least surprise category. Like I'm not shocked this did so bad because of how big the budget was and it does not look like it. It's also directed by Wrigley Scott as well. And Pretty good director for and, the most part. Look, look at that. Ridley Scott made the first Blade Runner, and now the second one's in the same category against it. Tristan, you have two picks on the board. I do. I have two more picks here. Now, the only three categories I haven't picked yet, you two have both already picked, so I kind of get free reign here. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do modern first. I feel like that, you know, there might be some overlap in other categories, so someone might snag a... Uh... My, my, my pick, you know, not that I have a really strong pick or anything for this category. Um, it is a, uh, another reason one that came out this year that's bombed like a rock. I'm going to go with oh, Indiana Jones 5. I, I, I didn't pick it because I feel bad for Indiana Jones because obviously it's one of my favorite blockbuster heroes. But this movie honestly could have been in most deserving because it kind of, you know, we kind of saw it coming. I can't believe the budget they have on this movie. It's just crazy. It's in, not only the budget, but they haven't released the marketing budget because they never do. But I would bet money. It's one of the highest marketing budgets, uh, you know, aside from like a Marvel film. Marvel films have like insane marketing budgets, but I would say it's like close to it. And Indiana Jones movies have never really, like, obviously old ones back in the 70s and 80s made good money, but it was a different movie, but, you know, universe back then. Like, like there wasn't worldwide releases. Typically, domestic movies would just stay in North America and like, maybe Europe, and that's really it. So there weren't other major markets. But ever since, the, you know, everything has changed in the movie world. Indiana Jones has never been a big hitter. 
Yeah. And Jones four flopped, and so of course five's going to also. Why does he keep putting more money into an, an, an unknown or untested franchise? Well, my right? theory, my theory is they made the movie with the crazy budget. I don't know how they got the budget greenlit to begin with, but I'm guessing Disney saw the budget and thought, okay, we're gonna be losing a lot of money. This is an expensive movie, and they decided to double down. And they they pulled all the fucking ropes here. They put it at film festivals. They have every single billboard in my entire city with that movie on it like they are doubling down baby every youtube video i get a fucking commercial for this movie it's everywhere i can't escape it every podcast i listen to is sponsored by indiana jones and the doll of destiny it's everywhere i've never seen a movie with such so much marketing i just think disney went okay this is an expensive movie we're doubling down we're gonna give it the biggest fucking market push ever in the hopes that everybody's gonna see all this marketing go oh my god wait i love indiana jones when i was a kid i should bring my family out and like see the new indiana jones movie like maybe they were hoping and they just tell everybody, hey, you love this guy. He's in theaters right now. Then maybe it would bring everybody in if they but just he, like, remind the people them. people who did love Indiana Jones when they were a kid and went to see the original movies are now, like, grandparents. They don't even have kids to take with them because their kids are 40 years old. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're all dead right now. All the people that, like, grew up with it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't think it was a great call. Um, I think it's most deserved because it's just the budget of the film itself and the marketing. I just think they burned so much money on this movie. It's not doing terrible in the theaters, and maybe that's why it's not on this list that they sent out. Because I guess theoretically, it's not doing god awful, well, but because of its budget, on, yeah. yeah it's, it's, they're waiting until the movie's done in theaters, I'm sure. Put on the list. That's true. That's true. And the Flash was just added. It, could, added, it but, could leg out. Yeah. It could. It could have legs for days, but I highly doubt. Yeah, no, it won't. It, I would. Not, it's not. I would bet the budget of Indiana Jones: The Doll of Destiny that it's not gonna even come close it's 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 lost yeah, well, you know who did make that bet disney and it's yeah. not paying off <laughs> yeah i uh i still can't believe they made that much money they put that much money in it but you know uh, what are you gonna do my next pick is going to be for least dessert and uh although my number one movie uh box office bomb for least dessert has been taken by quentin uh, i'm gonna pick our boy well dogs probably number one pick here i'm gonna pick treasure planet Oh, let's go! That's a good one. Yeah, this is one that I watched, you know, a little bit a couple years ago, and it's quite good, honestly. I think this one gets overlooked real hard. I think it had too big of a budget for an animated Disney film at the time, and I think that's really why it, it bombed. But uh, it's it's a good one. It's a great story, great characters. I, I really enjoyed this film. Yeah, at least deserves a good one for it because it's not my favorite Disney movie. I don't love it. But it's way better than, like, half the movies they make. Like, it's kind of crazy that this is the one that just bombed. And like you said, it's because of its budget. It did have a bigger budget than it probably should have. But it is kind of disappointing because it's actually a really nice film. Well Dog is definitely going to give you a vote for that one. So that, that was a good call. Honestly, Well Dog votes should count as uh, two votes, I think. No. Oh, actually. I agree. <laughs> Uh, before we get uh, to you, Andrew, I did want to mention, I forgot when we were summing up the uh, 2000s comedy draft, uh, yeah. just a fun little side fact that I probably laughed out loud for like a good couple of seconds because I thought it was hilarious. Um, when obviously we didn't have to go to the tiebreaker for this round because Tristan won by four, but if we did go to the tiebreaker, for those that don't remember, it's uh, just who had the best overall draft and it's a summary of everybody's picks. Uh, the people that picked Andrea's films were all female, gay, or our brother Hayden. Hayden! Yeah. Oh, I think said Hayden. I was like, what? Oh, Hayden voted for me? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, so, Hayden. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't know why that was so funny to me. 
Andrew got like a shit ton of people that voted for her, but they were all female, gay, or 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 I guess Hayden was just a big fan of your of your your list there. Yeah. I don't know why that was Thanks, so funny. Hayden. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up. Like one of those is not like the others. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know what no, Hayden saw in your They're all like. <laughs> they're all like. All right. Yeah. You're it, that's true. Hayden is a big Mean Girls fan, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, honestly, he loves Mean Girls. Yeah. But he also likes a uh, Superbad. He voted for Superbad, actually, so. Yeah, I'm not surprised he voted for Superbad. Okay. My pick now. All right. Um, you know, I really struggled with the historical bomb. Honestly, all the films I have, I've actually never seen any of them. It's called Father's Day. It's Robin Williams and Billy Crystal, and then Julie Louis-Dreyfus is in it, too. That's a good crew. Yeah, it is a good crew, but apparently it bombed hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a 97 one. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like it should be good. Exactly. I'll watch that one on Father's Day. Look forward to it. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, I'm going with that one. So I get my last two picks here, and the one I wanted for least surprising... Came all the way back to me, baby. I knew no one would pick in this because no one has heard of it. My first pick was Cats. My second pick was The Flash. But we're going to go with my third option here. And that's a movie from Disney themselves that no one has heard of. I don't know why the hell they put like 200, 220 million. I don't even know what it is. However much it is. Let's say it together, Tristan. Mars Needs Moms? <laughs> no, wait, wait, did Disney make that one too? Yeah, yeah. Was it not Marcy's mom's? No, but I guess Disney just makes a lot of. Oh, okay, I know the other one. Then it's not the animated one. Uh, mine is John Carter. John Carter. Yeah, John. I know. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> exactly. What I can't heck? believe it. I I still remember the like. Hey, I was saying Indiana Jones had the biggest marketing ever. John Carter. I don't John know Carter why. Everywhere. Do you remember that? It was everywhere. And, oh yeah. And every time we're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like they made it seem like it was like, oh, the next. You know, the next best thing well, since Lightspeed. It Lice is Bro. based on, like, an old book. Like, a really famous old book. Yeah, but no one cares. No one reads. Have you seen America? Like, you know, they like the original Suicide Squad. They, they, they don't actually read. <laughs> you bring a good point. <laughs> like, you th- I, I think they should do a poll on America. This How thing- many people have read John Carter? And I bet you it's low. I, I bet you very few. You know, I, I, would, I would say, uh, I would take the under on 1%. This director did Wally and Nemo as well. Well, you know, sometimes well, you miss. I guess everyone makes their bad movie, eh? Can't, yeah. can't win them all. <laughs> everyone has a tough day, you know? <laughs> but what the heck are those things? Have you guys seen them? I've never seen John Carter. Oh, never mind. I've seen John Carter, like, years ago. Back in, like, high school, I watched it once. So I got from the library. Um, it was fine. It was, like, a real generic just sci-fi action film. Well, maybe we'll watch it together, Andrew. Well, sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's pumped. How long is John Carter? I bet you it's long. Feels like a snoozer. Yeah. It's, it's okay. two take... hours and twelve minutes, which were back it then. It is long. Movies weren't that long. Back yeah, back then that's pretty long. Yeah, yeah. John Carter. I I remember that being everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that marketing was insane for it. So you know, poor John Carter. I remember they had like toys for it everywhere on Disney. Tristan, they were really yeah. trying to hype it up. It's part of like the collection, man. Oh yeah. Uh, my last pick here for historical. I saved it last because I only had Doctor Doolittle, and I was kind of just buying some time until i found something and i'm just going to pick the only movie i've heard of because honestly uh the list that we have provided has like nothing from pre-2000 except for dr doolittle and tristan already took it so i'm going to take in historical give me my boy jack frost the christmas one 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Good movie, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I got two movies with Michael Keaton in it, alright? Uh, I got a theme going on, alright? Oh. How does every Michael Keaton movie not make a bajillion dollars? I don't get it. It's Michael Keaton. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I uh, remember absolutely nothing about Jack Frost. We should watch it this Christmas, Andrea. Honestly, I'm, I, I, you sure. absolutely should. I'm kind of in a Jack Frost kind of high. I feel like it's, like, really fucking wild. Anyways, that's my list. Honestly, I feel pretty fucking good. That's all I'm going to say. Andrea, time for your final pick. Oh, my gosh. this is I love this category because you guys have both already picked in it. And honestly, I think these are both really good options. I guess I'm going to go with the one that I think um, has, like, the bigger, like, fandom behind it and whatnot. Um, And I was actually surprised to see this movie on there. This director likes to spend lots and lots of money. We just watched one of his films today. So to see one of his films on this list was really shocking. I know Tristan really likes this director. Um, I'm going to go with Tenet. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know if Tristan was thinking of this for bad luck but that was the one that i thought was going to win bad luck and no one picked it for that category ten is a great pick i was not thinking of tenant for bad luck i was thinking of it for least deserved but i ended up going with treasure planet that... but yeah no that's a great pick i really like i like kind of quite a bit it's not my favorite of his film and i think that's sort of probably why i didn't end up picking it for least deserved because it's like yeah it, it's a really good movie and i really like it but it's made the least of all of nolan's films and it's probably one of the worst of all of nolan's films so it kind of feels fair Pair, pair. Really? Which, which, ones, which ones do you like it more over his other films? Oh, we'll get to that when we do the Nolan podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, you're right. I guess, I guess I'll rewatch. I gotta rewatch. Well, we to just... be fair, actually, uh, to be fair, it's actually low on my list right now, but I plan on rewatching it soon because I actually think I actually think it could be really good on a rewatch. So I'm excited. Yeah. To I, I think I liked it a lot more than most people. A lot of people seemed like, confused by it, um, which I was. That I never got that. I actually think Inception's more layered than Tenet. I don't think Tenet's that No, I, that's honestly, that's my thing. I think that that's kind of my issue with it. I feel there wasn't enough going on. It felt a little, yeah. Inception has a lot more layers to it than Tenet. Absolutely. Yeah. I think Interstellar has more layers to it than Tenet does. But anyway, yeah, no, we watched Dunkirk earlier, and I, I loved it. I thought it was really yeah. good. I think it might have oh, been yeah, one of the great. best war films I've, like, ever seen. The score in that movie is incredible. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. And he tied it together at the end so well. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good Tristan, your final pick here. I'm going to pick a movie here, Quentin and Andrew, that uh, has over $100 million budget. Has yeah. two A-list celebrities at the top of their career based off a beloved children's book franchise that made less than a quarter of its budget back. It grossed, like, I think, $27 million stuff. Uh, that is Chaos Walk. This no. is a movie that got handed from production yes! before yes! being dropped in the middle of the pandemic era yes! to little to no fanfare, little to no marketing. Most people have never even heard of this film, even though it was set originally to be the next um... big Hunger Games franchise. And it absolutely fizzled before it even got the chance to get going. A lot of bad decisions, a lot of bad luck uh, for the actors' parts and the production company's parts. I think it bankrupt at least one of the production companies that was working on it. A lot of bad luck in general, including COVID, being one of the many issues to go wrong with the film. Uh, right from top to bottom, riddled with horrendous luck. I actually believe Chaos Walking, despite not being the best film, uh, did not deserve the bad luck uh, that, that, that got sent its way here. 
And that oh. was my pick uh, for Bad Luck. Yeah, no, I was just going to say I absolutely love that movie. But that's the reason I didn't put it because I wasn't sure how many people yeah, have actually a seen it. Movie. It's, it's a cool concept, unique idea. Yeah. Uh, like said, two big stars, uh, a lot of good supporting cast, uh, based on a real beloved book franchise, and just no one's seen part of the film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think if that isn't real bad luck, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's good in the category, mostly because I think any film that fell to the victim of COVID, it's it's just tough, right? Like, it's not fair yeah. how, what it had but to go through. This one didn't just get COVID. You know what I mean? It, it, that was like the fifth rank it stepped on, or it finally stepped on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's had a tough road. I also just don't think Chaos Walker was that good. I think it was pretty bad. Uh, I don't think it was a phenomenal film. Uh, honestly, of the three movies in this category, I do think it's probably Lucas. Oh, yeah, uh, easily. But this isn't a category of being the best film. It's a category of having the I agree. Best I agree, yeah. No, I I don't think this is a good movie, but I do think it's, like you said, based a lot of bad luck. I, I think this is it a has, pretty good example. It's the worst luck. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, anyways, that is our podcast. We got the draft here. Let me list it all off to remind everybody of the categories. For my team, I have Fantastic Four for Most Deserving, Blade Runner 2049 for Least Deserving, The Good Dinosaur for Biggest Surprise, John Carter for Least Surprising, for Jack Frost, I have it in Historical, The Flash in Modern, and Onward in Bad Luck. For Tristan's team, we have Fantastic Beasts 3 for Most Deserving, Treasure Planet for Least Deserving, Dr. Doolittle for Biggest Surprise, Snake Eyes for Least Surprising, Cleopatra for Historical, Indiana Jones the Dial of Destiny for Modern, and Chaos Walking for Bad Luck. And finally, for Andrea's team, we have Wonder Woman 1984, The Last Duel for Least Deserving, Tenet for Biggest Surprise, Cats for Least Surprising, Father's Day for Historical, Doolittle for Modern, and The Suicide Squad for Bad Luck. How are you guys feeling with the teams here? I think this is going to be a tough... I have no idea who's winning this one. Uh, there's a lot of categories that don't really feel like there's a clear winner. I think in order for me to win, everyone else has to have the same reaction to Dr. Doolittle being on here as I did go, oh, that bomb? Wow, I'm so surprised. And then hopefully live up for it. If Dr. Doolittle loses one, I don't think I'm winning the whole thing. Over. I feel like a lot of my categories, I'm just not winning. Chaos Walking isn't going to win. Uh, Indy 5 isn't going to beat The Flash. Um, Snake Eyes probably isn't going to win. But Doolittle, Fantastic Beasts, Treasure Planet, Cleopatra, those ones, those ones are all possibilities. I feel pretty good, but I think Andrew has like three. Andrew's got good spot. Yeah, I think Andrew's got like three that can win. So you know, it might be tough, tough to tell. Like Suicide Squad, I think was a real clever pick there for bad luck. And Cats, uh, Cats, Suicide Squad, and then even I think Cats is a shoe. I think Cats is a shoe. Yeah, and then I think Tenet. I think those might be three good picks for her. I think Cats is probably the only lock. I think. Yeah, Cat. Yeah, I agree. I think if I was to make one lock of this entire board, I think Cats is getting a point. Everyone. Down for any of my. Oh, you did it? No, I, I kind of forgot about how bad a bomb. I kind of forgot yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I had it in the exact same spot, le- uh, least surprising. Because uh, I think the second the, those trailers dropped, or even the second we heard the movie was coming, Awful. everyone was like, this is going to suck. Awful, yeah. I, I, th- I, th- I thought, hey, the big roster of everyone you know, big song numbers, you know, dancing song, you know, scenes, it could be like a, sort of like a, a greatest showman kind of hit. You know <laughs> what I mean? I, I thought about it better. I knew it was going to flop. I didn't think it was going to flop as big as it did. Like, it, it, it did really, really bad. Like, I thought, I didn't think it was going to be successful. But, yeah, I didn't no, think it was going to be I mean, the budget was success. just silly also. I don't think Greatest Showman had that kind of budget. Uh, yeah, no, definitely not. So, that's everything for the podcast. I will be dropping the voting for this on Instagram uh, 24 hours after this drops. So, we will find out who the next winner is on the next draft and have a fantastic day. 
All right, bye.